Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm the G-Man. And we're here to tell you about BS Show with Steph and the G-Man. If you like comedy or listen to our podcast, Alan, why should they listen to a Spotify podcast? Why shouldn't they? We're originators. We're not duplicators. Everything's original. We don't copy anybody. We don't pick on anybody. Uh, we change the names to protect the guilty. That's right. And if you don't like it, it's up your what? Take a rubber hose, stick it up your nose or any place else you want to put it. Take us along with you. Take us in the car. Take us on patrol. Take us to the bathroom. Take us in the crapper. It might loosen the load. So keep it locked here. Check out our show on Spotify because we are the new kids in town. So the boys are back in town. Jackie Hand says, the boys are back in town. Yes, Chinatown. The only BS you'll ever need in your life is the BS show with Stephanie G-Man. check in with the leader of the free world who today had a this important message to impart imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued come on in february the families of nine this is what he said word for word imagine had the tobacco industry been immune to prostitute being sued come on it's little wonder that he's become the subject of mockery around the world. Even the Saudis are doing comedy skits on the cognitively impaired president and his veep. Check this out. Uh, Putin, uh, Putin, Putin, listen to me. I have a very important message to you. The message is... And the president of China... Oh, I didn't finish Russia. No, Thank you to correct me, First Lady. Damn. Yeah, thank you very much. God bless you. And God bless. <laughs> Another Kamala staffer heading for the hills, joining the mass exodus of workers who couldn't stand one more minute listening to her laugh. Harris's deputy chief of staff, Michael Fuchs, 
becoming the 12th A. That's how you say it. No, it's not. Fuchs. Fuchs. No, it's Fuchs. I'm going to say Fuchs, okay? Fuchs. Anyway, the guy. The turnover and. Obviously, that's high turnover, and you haven't seen the same levels leaving the president's office. But we are heading into a midterm cycle, and it is very common for people to leave at that point because they are traditionally people who have worked on the campaign. They work in the White House and or in the VP's office, and then they want to go back out there on the campaign trail because that's their natural habitat. So From nearly three dozen current and former Harris AIDS administration officials, Democratic operatives, donors and outside advisors who spoke to CNN about the complex reality inside the White House. On one side, members of Harris's inner circle who believe she's being sidelined and set up to fail instead of being positioned to be a future president. One former uh, high-level uh, Harris aide put it this way, we put this up on screen, they're consistently sending her out there on losing issues and the wrong situations for her skill set. This woman is the insurance policy for Joe Biden. We're all praying that Joe Biden has good health, that he's well cared for, so this woman never becomes president. Because I never want to be in a situation where I'm praying for El Cid to come out, and, you know, where we prop the guy up because we don't want her as president. The woman is not smart. I'm tired of people saying we should look up to her. She's a disaster. Joe's a disaster. You can't possibly say they're doing anything good. You speak to any American who has to decide whether they want to put gas in their car or whether they want to take a bicycle to work. This is not what Americans should be, have to deal with because this guy <laughs> shut down gas pipelines in the United States and now is going to Russia and Venezuela. This is un-American. And that's the end of it. You know, as little as we paid for Motel 6, I can't believe we get the kickback by the pool. Ooh, I've had enough sun. I'm going up to the room. We get a room, too? I'm Tom Bodette, and we'll leave the light on for you. And a core hotel. Did you ever notice in some hotels, they give you a little sewing kit? You know what I do? I sew the towels together. <laughs> Sew the sheets to the drapes. <laughs> Let them know you've been there. You know, you know who'd be a funny faggot? Ralph Cramden and Ed Norton. Wouldn't they be funny faggot? If Ralph Cramden leaned out the window they, one day and said, Norton! Norton, pal, come on down. I want to show you something. Ha-ha! <laughs> hey there, Alfie boy. What do you say there, pal of mine? You know, Norton, I've been watching you. And I know you've been watching me, Norton. You watch me. I know. So, uh, Ralph, where are you getting at? Norton, my friend, how would you like to fuck me up the ass? I know you want to fuck me, Norton. And you know that I know that you know that I know that you want to fuck me. Now, I'm going to bend over. And when I do, start fucking. Funky Comadina. You know what I'm saying? I got every dog in my neighborhood breaking down my door. I got Spuds and Tessie, Alex from Strolls. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina, pal.
I went up to this girl. She said, hi, my name is Sheena. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I'd like a drink. I said, um, okay, I'll go get it. And then a couple of sips, she go lick the lips, and I knew that she was with it. So I took her to my crib, and everything went well as planned. But when she got undressed, it was a big old mess. Sheena was a man. So I threw her mouth, I don't fool around with no Oscar Maya Wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for the funky cold Medina. You know, ain't no plans with a man. This is the 80s, and I'm down with the ladies, you know. As a contestant on the love connection The audience gets voted And you know, they picked a winner I took my date to the Hilton for Medina And some dinner She had a few drinks I'm thinking soon what I'll be getting Instead she started talking about plans for a wedding I said, wait, slow down love Not so fast as I'll be seeing ya That's why I found you don't play around With the funky cold Medina You know what I'm saying? That Medina's a monster, y'all. Fucking gold Medina. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Born and raised on the playground is where I spend most of my days Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all Shooting some b-ball outside of the school When a couple of guys who were up to no good Started making trouble in my neighborhood I got in one little fight and my mom got scared I said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel-Air I begged and pleaded with her day after day But she packed my suitcase and sent me on my way She gave me a kiss and then she gave me my ticket I put my Walkman on and said, I might as well kick it First class, yo, this is bad Drinking orange juice out of a champagne glass Is this what the people of Bel-Air living like? Hmm, this might be alright I whistled for a cab and when it came near The license plate said fresh and it had dice in the mirror If anything, I could say that this cab was rare But I thought, man, forget it, yo, home's the Bel-Air I pulled up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there To sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air
story I'll never forget About the day my new car got hit It caught me off guard cause it happened so quick When I heard the crash I got mad as hell Cruising down the highway fast not slow 90 miles an hour in my 5.0 Waving at me cause they know who I am Alpine stereo blasting the jam Put the top down, said my girlfriend Then my damn hat blew off in the wind I got kinda mad cause it's the hat I just bought I should've put her out, it was all her fault Day was Friday, date was 10 My girl was looking good on the strength She smacked my hand when I put it on her knee I said, hit me again and I'll break your wrist That day I dressed all in white Taking my girl to Palm Springs for the night I was hoping I could find a shortcut, I was tired, plus I had a rash on my butt There was this lady in a pinto coupe, about 90 years old, I could tell by the droop Driving off fast, borderline insane, glass so thick, couldn't stand her lane I swerved left and I swerved right, but she was still tailgating me too damn tight To the left lane, I tried to switch, then you saw my blinker, bitch Pulled off on the side of the road I was hot, ready to explode The only thing stopping me from breaking her nose Is I was 21 and she was 90 years old Then the police came to turn the lights off The lady started crying and the cop got saw The cop said, ah, oh, it'll be okay Wrinkled old bag looking like a sharp pay I said, wait, what's going on, Cap? Her car's fine, my car is wrecked Then I saw what happened in the crash The dentures came out and got stuck in the dash You hit me, I didn't hit you Stop holding your neck, lady, you can't sue It's your fault, you caused all this You saw my blinker, bitch Day, October the 4th, that's when we got our day in court That lady destroyed my case when she came in a wheelchair and a neck brace I jumped up, I said you must be joking Come on judge, her neck ain't broken Well I'll be damned, wrinkled old bag started crying on the stand The bailiff grabbed me, slammed me on the ground Judge said boy you better calm down Aren't you one of them damn rap singers? Yeah Then I gave him a finger Judge held me in contempt of court For giving him the finger and things of that sort Anything to say before you dismiss Just one, you saw my blinker, bitch change things have really gotten out of control it's not like it used to be when i was growing up today schools have metal detectors because kids carry guns Get your hands up. he's got a gun i don't know how it got there i don't know how the kids can get past those metal detectors anyway with all those body piercings alarms going off from head to toe get your hands up no way i swear i didn't do it did you put your finger in my duchy 
What's the world coming to when you have to hire a kindergarten cop? Have all those kids gone plain loco? We're gonna have to cut their TV time. And I think the reason why these kids are going plain loco, if you ask me, is because their parents are working two jobs, having to make ends meet. And the poor kids, they're latchkey kids, home by themselves. And to make matters worse, they play those gloom and doom, kill everything and everybody games, and then they think they can go out in real life and do it. And actually think that they can get away with it. The lights are on, I'm telling you, but there ain't nobody home. And it used to be boys would have an earring in their left ear. Now, they got an earring in both ears. No way. They have an agenda bender. And everybody's become hopeless hopers. I hope my ship comes in. I hope I hit the lottery. Yes! I hope things get better. Give me a break. And everybody you talk to wants to go to heaven. Can I get an amen? But nobody wants to die to get there. Oh, no. Amen. Is everybody stuck on stupid? Can I get an amen? Things are out of control. It's not like it used to be. Amen. It's a crazy world. It's a crazy world, I'm telling you. It's a crazy world. Can I get an amen? Amen. I'm crazy. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm the G-Man. And we're here to tell you about BS Show with Steph and the G-Man. If you like comedy or listen to our podcast, Alan, why should they listen to our Spotify podcast? Why shouldn't they? We're originators. We're not duplicators. Everything's original. We don't copy anybody. We don't pick on anybody. Uh, we change the names to protect the guilty. That's right. And if you don't like it, it's up your what? Take a rubber hose, stick it up your nose or any place else you want to put it. Take us along with you. Take us in the car. Take us on patrol. Take us to the bathroom. Take us in the crapper. It might loosen the load. So keep it locked here. Check out our show on Spotify because we are the new kids in town. So the boys are back in town. Jackie Hand says, the boys are back in town. Yes, check it down. The only BS you'll ever need in your life is the BS show with Stefan the G-Man. I don't want to go on the internet. I tell you why. When you go on the internet, it's like playing in traffic. You got the cars coming from both directions, and you cross the street. You don't cross the street in the green. You cross the street in between. And what happens? You get hit by a bus, <laughs> maybe a truck, or maybe somebody coming by on a bicycle delivering Chinese food. But you get hit. Somebody out there is going to take advantage of you. Why? Because you're on the internet. That's right. You're on the internet, and they're going to do this. Why are they going to do this? National security. National security, my tukis. <laughs> but, but all I want to do is look up where I can get bagels. I want to get a good pastrami sandwich. <laughs> this is what I want. I want to go over and get some kosher things. Who sells kosher in Williamsburg? <laughs> I should know this. I should not have somebody stop my computer from running Stop me from looking at what I want to buy. Do you not agree? What? I should have enemies? What? Because I'm Jewish? What? You, you, you think it's not easy being me. Every day I try to go to the internet. I try to find something for my Hasidic life, my Hasidic way. And then somebody going to treat me like criminal? I should be criminal? What I do? I want to know. Why? I get on the airport, sometimes they put me in the last seat on the plane. Why? Why? They want to detain me or something? What did I do? I want to know. Why? I am the last person. I should be the first person. I'm God's chosen people. Why they make me wait? I'm not supposed to wait. I'm supposed to go first. God says, 
Let my people go. Let my people go first is what I say. <laughs> and then you want to know why I should go first? You're asking yourself why? Because I'm an Abraham. I'm from the line of Abraham. I'm from the first Jew, the one who come from God. I am the chosen one. That's why I should go first because I'm an Abraham's. We just added the S because there's more than one of us. Yes, more than one of us. So I am the Abraham's and that's why I should not be subjected to somebody messing with my computer. They want to hack my phone. They want to listen to my conversations. They want to bug my apartment. Why, what do I do? Why, do I bother them that much? I don't keep the television on loud. I don't stay up late. I don't bother nobody. I don't have no vile parties, anything. I don't even have any friends outside of the shul, outside of the temple. I got a few friends that I visit in the neighborhood. That's it. What do I talk about? I talk about the weather, just like everybody else. It's going to snow. It's going to be 36 inches. It's going to be sunny, bright, 80 degrees. That's what I say. I don't have nothing to say. I don't care about politics, religion. Only my religion is important. I don't talk about the Christians. I don't talk about the Adams, the Quran, and all these other things. All I do is I pray to God. I pray to God that all this stops. And I pray to God that these people who do these things should have to, have to pay for these things that they're doing to me. It's not fair that I should have to deal with these things. These people who do these things are not very nice. How would you like if the shoe was on the other foot? Well, how would you like if I hit you with the shoe? How would you feel? Like a heel, I bet. I'm so stressed, I can't even get my schmecker to get hard. That's right. And then I got to worry about somebody listening and watching when I try to do the vow thing. This is not right. My schmeckle hasn't been hard in about a year now since the surveillance started. It's not right. Now, I talk to God. I said, God, what am I going to do? He says to me, you need to find yourself a good Jewish lawyer and find these people. And you sue these people because that's not right. Your schmeckle should work. Your schmeckle shouldn't be soft like putty. Your schmeckle should be hard like wood. Like wood, I tell you, like wood. Used to be like wood. You could knock on my schmeckle and it was like a pillow, a pillow of strength, a pillow of stone. Now, my schmeckle is like silly putty. It doesn't want to do anything. It doesn't want to work. So what do I want? What am I saying? What am I really saying? What do I want? I want my schmeckle to work like it used to work. I want these people to stop bothering me. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm supposed to know. I don't know nothing. I don't have nothing to say. What they think they know, I don't know. I don't know what they want. These people should stop. They should go find something to do, find a real job, maybe go to work for Burger King, McDonald's, or maybe Wendy's. Go somewhere and learn the phrase. Would you like fries with that shake, Mr. Abrahams? That's what I say. So when, when will this all end? I gotta ask God. When I ask God the question, so God, when will this end? God says, when this all ends, my friend, your schmeckle will work again. So I say to you guys, it's time for you to stop the surveillance because God don't like ugly. God say any evil and harm that is sent to me returns to its source three times three. So those of you who do these things haven't hurting me and my schmeckle, you will have to live a life filled in darkness.
Because God is going to find you. He's going to find you. Even if you hide under the rock, He's going to find you. And He's going to send His light on you. So what are you going to do when God sends His angels out to find you? This is the question I ask of you.
Look young like Stamboul It's there that you'll 